Hi everyone and welcome to Aspire Pre-Med. I'm your host Dr. V and it's great to have you with us. Today's episode is all about the med school admissions interview. I figured by the time this airs, some of you who have already moved along the application process may, may be starting to think about those interviews. If this feels like a long way away for you, rest assured that much of what we talk about today will likely be relevant in the years to come. The truth is, if you're on the path to becoming a physician, you're probably going to be invited to many interviews throughout your career. For residency, for fellowship, as an attending. At the fellowship level, for example, in some cases it's possible that each hospital can have you interview with 7 to 10 physicians in just one day alone. You could do the math as to what that amounts to if you're interviewing at, you know, seven places, for instance. Um, my point is that it will be a lot. Uh, so it's really important to become familiar with this process early on. I realize that for many of you, especially if you're a traditional applicant planning to go to med school straight through from college, this may even be your first academic interview. Which brings me to my first suggestion to consider practice as much as you can hopefully with someone who's familiar with the process. Oftentimes, this can be someone like a pre-med advisor. Or maybe you can connect with some alumni who have successfully gone through the process themselves. Try to make it as realistic as possible. I'd even encourage you to wear what you're planning on wearing on the interview. Really play the part. And I know this sounds weird, but I would actually practice in a way that would allow you to record yourself. We may not realize that we speak so quickly, or maybe we have a habit of swiveling in our chair without being aware of it. This is also a good way of picking up on nonverbal cues that uh, you otherwise might not have seen. For instance, maybe you're so nervous that you're not really making eye contact and you appear disengaged. Maybe you uh, take a very circuitous route to get to an answer and your response is not as easy to follow as you may have thought. Or maybe you tend to use filler words like like or um in a distracting way. Some of us are naturally great at this, and some of us need some extra practice. The good news is that this skill, like many others, can get better with time and work. So getting that feedback, both from the recording and from your mock interviewers, will be invaluable. The next thing uh, that I want to mention is that it's important to know your application very well study it. I know this sounds silly because these are all things that you've experienced in your life and have lived through, but if it's on your application, just make sure that you could speak about it fluently and with ease. They may ask you about that volunteering experience from three years ago, for example, and even though it felt impactful at that time, you may have trouble remembering some things if you're caught off guard. And I've seen this come across as a very flustered response. Which brings me to my next point. Remember in our prior episode when we spoke about your narrative, your story? If you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, please go back and do so because this may help you out in so many steps in your journey. But to summarize it, we spoke about the importance of being able to communicate your unique story, the things in your life that truly fostered that interest in a career as a physician. Knowing that really well and during the interview, answering questions about yourself using that as your framework may help. If you ever lose your way, you can always look back to that as your anchor. Ultimately, they want to see that you've done the work, 
the introspection and reflection, and that really should come through. In addition to being asked about yourself, you may also be asked about a range of other topics related to things like the healthcare system and access to services, um, relevant current events affecting healthcare policy, things like that. It's definitely a good idea to be well-read about these things and be able to speak about them, but also keep in mind that there's a chance you may be asked about something that you may not be familiar with. That can happen. As long as it's not with every question, the important thing is how you handle it. And again, how you avoid coming across as flustered. Breathe. Take a moment. And consider just being honest and asking them if they can tell you a little bit more about the subject at hand so you can comment on it effectively based on what you know. That may be a better approach than just making it up as you go along. People tend to see through that. So keep it honest, be cool, and just do your best. I realize that since the pandemic, a lot of these interviews are conducted virtually. You still want to make sure that you do what you can to optimize the way you're presented. Are you in a quiet room? Is the lighting good? That kind of thing. Work out the technical things as much as you can beforehand. If it's safe to do in-person interviews, you actually get the chance to see the campus and get a feel for things in a way you can't do across a screen. Sometimes schools have events the evening before um, that allow you to meet some of their students. Uh, this may even be virtual now. But in any case, this is a great chance to learn about the school from the perspective of someone who is recently in your shoes. Keep in mind that even though this isn't part of the formal interview, you still want to be mindful in every interaction you have that the impression that you make, for better or for worse, may find its way back to the admissions committee. Keep that in mind with everyone you communicate. Students, administrative assistants, coordinators, even though they may not be on the committee, consider all of those informal interactions as a part of the interview. Remember, too, that this interview is also for you. Make sure that as you're going through this process, you're getting the feedback that you need to decide whether this school is a good fit for you. We forget about this sometimes, but we deserve to be happy and in a learning environment where we can thrive. So do your homework on the school beforehand, not only to put your best foot forward in the interview, but genuinely to see if this is a place you can see yourself do well in and grow. If appropriate, you may want to ask your interviewer what inspired them to be a part of this school. What do they enjoy most about it? People tend to like it when you ask about their experience, and this may help you learn more. Lastly, at the end of your interview, you may want to get your interviewer's card and generally a day or two after, consider emailing them to say thank you. The message should be succinct, thoughtful, and personal, and if appropriate, referencing things you spoke about that really resonated with you. Not only does this note reiterate your interest in the program, but it hopefully conveys your gratitude for their time and their consideration. It's a lot of work on their end to be doing what they're doing. Again, this is just a suggestion to consider on a case-by-case -case basis. It's something I often did, but it may not be for everyone. For me, this was just good manners at the very least, but keep in mind, some programs may specifically ask that you not contact your interviewers, so be respectful of those rules and boundaries. 
Anyway, as you could see in the med school admissions process, there are so many parts to it that are objective, like your grades, and subjective, like certain aspects of your interview. It's all important. There are some candidates out there who appear very strong on paper, have the grades, have beautifully crafted essays, get many invitations to interviews, but still don't make it in that application cycle. It's hard to know what happens in each case, but in situations like that, it may be worth reflecting on whether it may have been the interview where they needed to show some improvement. That's why practice is so important. But at the end of the day, my personal opinion is that the most important thing is that it comes through that you did the work, did the reflection, and are dedicated and sincerely excited about this path. The key word being sincerely. You've already done the work by that point, and that should come through organically. Anyway, I hope this helps. Some of these pearls may not apply to you, but maybe some of these might resonate. Ultimately, it's in your hands to show the world why you want to do this. So thanks for joining us. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line at aspirepremed at gmail.com. And until next time, hope you have a great day.